a podcast made by Watford fans for Watford fans from the rookery end. Balón en medio campo, retrasa Miguel Rico para Siqueira, Guilherme Siqueira la pone al medio campo para Ígalo, uff, vaya control de Ígalo, no fue bueno, pero tuvo suerte en el rechazo, Ígalo, posición correcta, cuidado Ígalo ante Jaime, mano a mano, aguanta Jaime, Ígalo, puerta vacía, se cierra la defensa, Ígalo, gol. Hello there, you're listening to From the Rookery End, a special. I'm Tim Warplate, a voice you've probably never heard before unless you're uh, keen on listening to Russian radio. And I'm a lifelong Watford fan, and uh, I've got a bit of a treat for you. I'm uh, borrowing the mic uh, off uh, John, Mike, and uh, Jason. And I've got uh, an Udinese fan and a Granada fan with me. So I'm joined by Pablo Polo a uh, Granada fan who's been living in London for three years and I'm joined by Paolo Pascolo who is an Udinese fan who's been living in London for six years, is that right? Yeah, six years, right. So uh, we're here for the Blackburn match, it's uh, about 22-3 so we're all quite excited about, uh, about the game about to kick off and uh, I'm just gauging your thoughts. Guys, how have your seasons gone so far? Granada it's been a terrible uh, terrible season so far, hasn't it? Uh, it's been a terrible season. Uh, since we promoted, it's a really, really bad one. Well, hopefully, we just came with quite a few players. We signed a few players now in January. We have a new coach. Uh, since things are changing a bit, we're a little bit confident that uh, we can we can get over it and, um, and just stay in, 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 in La Liga because uh, we really need to. It's quite important for the club not to relegate this year. I mean, I've been looking at your stats so far this season. Like you've uh, won three matches, you've drawn nine, yep. and you've lost nine, and you're lacking a goal scorer. I think your top scorer is uh, Cordoba. Is that like how, yeah, you, yeah. how you pronounce his name? Yeah, that's Cordoba. Then you've got four goals so far this season. Yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah, it's, 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 it's actually one of the worst things like this team has been is the lack of goal scorer. But it's actually probably not just the goal scorer, it's the whole system that the, the previous coach was using it is was just like uh, we didn't have like many many chances during the matches so and, and on top of that would yeah you have to account that like goal top scorer are very very expensive and uh, for a club like Granada we can just fall like top scorer but like pretty confident that like with the new one uh, system is like a bit more attacking like not that depending we are gonna get more goals and that will get gonna help us like you're optimistic then. I'm kind of optimistic yeah always yeah I mean, it's quite interesting because obviously we've signed Odion Igalo from uh, from Granada earlier on in the summer, and he became a, a permanent move. Uh, is he this kind of type of player that you're you're lacking at the moment? Uh, I wouldn't say that we're lacking the goals he, he normally made when he was playing at Granada, but he was he actually we call him La Legenda, which is actually literally the legend, uh, because like he scored really key goals in in recent history. Uh, he never had like in top in, in La Liga like very big amount of goals, but uh, really really key ones. It's really good expectation for Watford this year. I think it's going to really help you guys to 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 get to your objective this year, which will hopefully well. And we'll see you. Yeah, fingers crossed. Maybe, so, yeah, yeah, maybe we'll feel better in yeah. uh, an hour and a half. <laughs> he scored in the playoff playoff finals. Right? His goal, yeah, it's, it's like the most important goal in the last say 40 years of history in Granada. His goal, like in the in the, in the playoff final. It was an amazing goal. Like I've seen it thousands of times, and that's why he's like 
mainly remember. And he is like, actually, he was there last 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 match uh, last weekend. He was in Granada. And actually, I host and he was like chanting his name. Like he's he's really important. He's been a very important player for us like the past, past few years. Yeah. And Paolo, you're uh, obviously a supporter of uh, Udinese, who are uh, the kind of the, uh, the, the the elder brothers of the Pozzo Triangle. Like, uh, like, how long have you been an Udinese fan? And, and, and you know, what's what are your thoughts on this season so far? Yeah, I've been like a Udinese fan since I was younger, probably like from the 90s, I would say. And uh, so far, what we're doing, like, uh, of course, we had a lack of consistency, as you can see, because we start like some games really well, then really like bad. Uh, bad performance. Now at the moment it looks like we're getting like sort of like stability in the defense uh, at least. That's quite important. So we drawn like four games uh, in the last five I think. So it's quite good. Uh, we still need to find like, I think a bit of like excitement in our like uh, way of playing. But uh, you need to think that we have like a new like coach. Tramaccioni is quite young. So I think it needs to get a bit of his time to get a bit of the grip on the, like, the new players, the young players, so I think like, I'm quite confident for the rest of the season. I mean, is it, is it a bit of a state of uh, transition for Udinese at the moment? Because, I mean, you've got Pinatale finally, well, he says he's going to leave at the end of yeah. the season. And you've got uh, this, this player, Luis Muriel, who was supposed to be like the next big thing, hasn't materialised and he's gone to Sampdoria. Yeah. Let's say that Udinese has been like in sort of like this transitional phase in the last ten years because every year for us is a transitional phase. Of course, we have ended like the period of Widolin that uh, was with us for a long time and it got really good results. Di Natale, as every year, is getting a bit depressed at this time of the season, so it's saying that he's going to leave. Yeah, Muriel left. You're right, but uh, of course we, we spent a lot of time on him. He's been with us for like probably four or five years. Uh, he didn't perform really well, so at this point, I think even for the players, it's better to move on because uh, if you're not getting like in the team and if you're not like uh, you know believing like the project, it's better to move on. Uh, saying that, I think we have quite uh, good players. We have Cyril Theroux, is like a sort of old school player in a certain way. He's like 30 now, and he's performing quite well in attack. But in general, I would say we're trying. Um, I'm quite happy about the management because I think the Extrematon is finally finding a sort of like way of making the pe- all the people play. Even if you lose like uh, Di Natale, I'm not saying that it's like uh, it's gonna be like good that we're losing him, but we need to move forward. It's been with us for a long time, and we can't uh, beat our team around the one player. You know, he, is he possibly off to Watford? Do you think? <laughs> I would like to. <laughs> I would like to see him here in London. But I think it's going to go to like uh, US or if it's moving, like in a place with less pressure from the media and more money in his pocket. <laughs> um, and, and it's quite interesting. I mean, kind of talking about looking at like various Watford players that've been here, that've been sort of sent over from Granada uh, and from Udinese. Quite a lot of ex-Watford players back at Udinese uh, yeah. this season. We've got Faraoni, Hayho, who uh, I think has played a couple of games this season. Yeah. And also Albert Riera, who was released earlier on this season. Oh, yeah. Have they done anything? Uh, at the moment, they're not really like into the team like so much. Um, but in general, what I would like to say about this, all this like the movement of players, sometimes the quality is there with a the player, but they need to find the right environment to stress them. So a player would be like really good, maybe like in Granada, and then moving like to Italy and is not doing anything. So uh, the good thing about the Pozzo like management, they are like this ability to see. You know, a bit in the future and see maybe which players are, bet- are better in which like kind of league. So I'm quite confident and I hope 
that both of the three teams are going to get a good result at the end of the season. Pablo Polo, I mean, you're a Granada fan. Like, do, you, do you think like that's the case? Do you think that this is each team helps each other come the end of the season? Yeah, I don't, I don't think so. Like, uh, it's, it's a bit of uh, a debate. Like, in, I guess I mean, in, every, in every single team, both UNS and Granada or also Watford, they kind of have to split the resources and, stuff, like, and, and somehow like send players for one or another. Some people might see it as like something like that. Uh, why these guys not coming to our team where we have a need in that position? I think that in general you you benefit from all these things. Like you have a pool of players that like that's actually that's their business. They they, they try to sign normally young players try to make them like good players and eventually most of them they they will sell them. It's quite important to have like teams in all the three top leagues in Europe, which are like Spanish, Italian, and, 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 and the Premier League. I think that all three teams are quite important for them, for the foster family, and uh, it's part of the business. They're going to take care of all of them, and they do the best they can. And I think that like with the older record they have, like they have already proven that they can do very well. Can I say just something like really quickly? Uh, but you need to understand, like foster like model has been like uh, in Udinese for like now it's like almost like 20 years probably. And uh, you need to like to understand that we need uh, like a Udinese is a really small team, a small city. It's like not even like 100,000 people. And we need to compete with teams like uh, AC Milan, Inter Milan, Rome, uh, Juventus. So of course the budget, the, even like the following is different. Uh, what's been really good from Pozzo has been able to build a model when you can like buy like players from all over the world with a really good network of scouts and uh, making grow in your own team. And then of course you, at the end of like one, two, three years you're going to sell them to make a profit. And then this profit is growing better. This model has been proved like to work. A lot of supporters, even from Udine, are complaining about that we're selling like the big players. We sold like Alexis Sanchez to Barcelona, we sold the Jacquinta to Juventus, we sold a lot of big players. But unfortunately, like in this system, like in this global football, it's the only model that is surviving. Because otherwise, you can have like a really good season, and then the day, day season after, you're going to fail. Instead, like what like uh, is trying to build is sort of consistency in like the young teams as well. And the youth teams, and then to build up like a sort of flexible world for everyone. And and I guess it makes it, you know, the system is quite profitable as well, which doesn't often happen in football. Just on a uh, quick thing on Watford, we'll talk a bit more about them afterwards. But Pablo, first of all, um, as a Granada fan, I mean, what do Granada fans know about Watford, and, and you know, who, which players are familiar to uh, Granada fans, if any? Well, to be frank, like real Granada fans, like the one who are actually like daily into what's going on. They're quite aware of what's going on also in Watford, especially for those players who have like Granada sign and then even loan to a pro like this Mexican Latin girlies. Like like yeah. Um, so they're quite aware of what the situation is. I, I don't know until what point like they, they do follow up like day to day, uh, but I will say that 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 it is there's an interest to see uh, what they do, how they perform. And in general, and I don't know, and that's not a general impression, but it's mine. Globally, it will help us if, if you guys promote the Premiership. Yeah, well, that's Definitely. an interesting. Yeah. I mean, we'll talk about that later. What about you, uh, Paolo? You've been obviously. Uh, I see here you were squatting up earlier. Yeah, I've been following World War since I've been here, like in London. But I think, like even like the Premiership support, I'm seeing like all this like new. Uh, new, new teams like Granada and Watford, it's a sort of like suspicion because uh, they're thinking like they're driving out resources from Udinese. But at the same time, I, from my point of view, personal point of view, and a lot of uh, uh, supporters agree with me, 
that is only like the way to go forward in the future. Uh, I'm following like particularly like close like Angela because I quite like as a player. Uh, I like Vidra because it's been helping us like qualifying for the European League a couple of years ago. But in general, I think like the, all the work for team is like uh, well constructed and with like the new free new places just both like in the how you call it like in January market. Uh, they should do well this uh, year, and I hope like even for Udinese they're going to be like in the Premiership next year because that's what going to bring us money to all like the post family but not only the post family but to all like you know the movement or whatever you want to call it like the society in general you know well, so right. like good like uh, results uh, are a benefit for everyone let's hope that's the case we're going to go and watch the match now and uh, we'll be back uh, at the end of the game to uh, get both your thoughts and you know we will be about all the yeah <laughs> Dovici trova Di Natale, lo scatto di Di Natale che stavolta salta Carrizzo, Totò Di Natale, tocco sotto, un gol straordinario di uno straordinario giocatore, Totò Di Natale, l'Udinese in vantaggio. So we're now behind the scenes at uh, Vicarage Road Stadium, I'm Tim Walklater and I'm joined by Pablo Polo, the uh, Granada fan and Paolo Pascoro. Udinese fan. Udine, Udine, Udine. And uh, it's a bit quieter here, sort of slightly somber mood. Uh, I think we got away with that one. 1-0. One uh, fair result, Paolo? Yeah, fair result, I think. Uh, actually, we played better football, I think. They didn't do like too much. Blackburn was like just trying to get us, like, as you, as you say, counter-piede, counter-attack, counter but no way. So I think we deserved like three points, uh, home, reasonable, good game. A bit cold for us, like the supporters. It's not exactly our weather, but you know, like... There's a certain Spaniard that was standing next to me that <laughs> looked especially <laughs> freezing. But I have to say that like, Granada Stadium is freezing as well. Like, we are close to the mountains and then it's, it's not too different to this one, actually. I have to say. And I told, I told you before, uh, Igalo is a legend in Granada. He's going to be a legend here as well. So, I mean, were you quite pleased, like, that he scored, you know, I mean, it was, it was nice, kind of, I mean, he's obviously incredibly popular at the moment, I I'm, not, I'm not even sure how many goals he scored, something like seven goals in four or five games, you know, uh, were, you, were you happy about that? I mean, are you happy, as a Granada fan, to see a Gallo playing for a different club, even though you could technically be, you know, I'm sure if Granada kicked up enough of a fuss, they could have kept hold of him. Yeah, yeah, true, of course, why not? I mean, he's been really good for us in the last four years, uh, and it's just moved from different club and it's, it's, it's good for him to be, to be good. Who stood out for both of you? Paolo? I don't know, like, Igor was really, really good. But who impressed me was like uh, Miguel Layun, the number seven. Really good, really good run, uh, like playing like in the side. And also like Ben Watson, the new guy that you just bought. Really good as well. I think he's going to be like a perfect player for like this sort of like kind of league. A bit physical, but at the same time with a good fit, good vision of the game. Yeah, so I think like what were good chances for now, for this season. I agree on on, on Miguel Leon. He's uh, really good. He, yeah, actually, I have to say like some Granada fans were like a bit. I wouldn't say annoyed, but like for a bit like jealous, like the fact that that, that we kind of sign him and, and just don't loan directly to 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 what for? Because he, I mean, he, he he did quite a pretty decent World Cup with Mexico last year. Uh, they were really really surprised in Mexico that he was signing for a. Uh, team was like fighting to not relegate in Spain and then was on loan to, to a second tier club in England. I think he's happy here. I think he, he has he has a feeling that he can 
promote and, and, and do a career here in England, so I don't know, let's see. I, 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 it's interesting you say that. Are you, do you feel, both of you, are you concerned at all about this kind of younger brother that seems to have almost come in on the, you know into the into the fray over the past couple of years and is now almost the favourite. All the it's clear that all the players, most of the sort of concentration of transfers is going towards Hertfordshire, South Hertfordshire. I mean, especially for Granada fans, I guess. You know, you had a Gallo who was a pretty much a hero, scored in the playoff final uh, to get them into La Liga a couple of years ago. Uh, you've got Layun who looked like he was going to be playing for Granada and then has you know has moved to Watford. Do you, do you feel like, I wouldn't say jealous, but is, is there a concern about Watford? Is it, is it worrying that Watford is maybe become the sort of favourite and dominate the Pozzo thinking? I, I wouldn't say that. Uh, I think that this reunion signed for Granada when it started to Watford didn't mean that at any point they were meant to play in Granada. That's, that's, that's the way, that's, that's the way they, it, it works. It, it's the same. It's been the same for all the players that have uh, signed for Renes and it's been, been straight in Granada. Like some of them have been there for three, four years. Uh, it's just the way it works. Uh, I wouldn't say it, it's, it's bad. Even if, um, if at some point you promote to, to, to the Premiership, I think it's going to be, in general, good for the Poxa community. I think it's pretty easy, evenly split then. Yeah, I would say so. In terms of business, it's good for uh, them to have like a club in all the top tier in, in, the, in the best three leagues, which are obviously Spain, England and Italy. And uh, they already have Udinese for a lot of years in, in, in Serie A. Uh, Granada has been like now four years in a row in the Liga and uh, they definitely need to push to have Watford in the Premiership. Once they got that, I think that there's no interest in have any of those clubs being relegated, so they, they really need to want them all because like the, the, like the most club they have, the more player they can they can put in, they can they can promote, they can develop, and eventually, who knows? But some of them they sell it, some of them they transfer. So yeah. What about you, Paolo? I mean, obviously you're you're a fan of the no, team that's been <laughs> sort of ruled ruled under the Poxos for the past 25 years or so, so. No, I would say like jealousy is not the right feeling. Actually, maybe like in the sort of low level of support, you can have some sort of jealousy. But if you think like um, we've been like uh, under like the Pozzo management for like almost 20 years now, and uh, you need to give a bit of like uh, confidence in the project. I'm quite confident. So, um, of course... Do you, think, uh, do you think it's a good thing for Udinese? Yes, it is. Because, of course, uh, as uh, we were talking earlier about Muriel, not all the players can perform like... Uh, so Luis, that's Luis Muriel. Luis Muriel, um, yes. Just time for Sampdoria. Sampdoria. So, so sometimes people, uh, players have talents, but they're not able to express them in a certain team because of the environment, because of like the um, coach, because of a lot of like, different factors. We're talking about young uh, players. They need to like develop. They need to like to find the right team to develop and uh, show the skills. So I think like from this point of view, like the post family has like the right eye to see which players that should send like uh, I don't know to Watford or to Granada. I think that all like uh, Udinese supporters are hoping that uh, Watford is going to be like in the next season, in the championship. Uh, sorry, in the Premier League. One of the reasons is going to be like the financial reason because of course a lot of money coming like in the post society. But another reason is also like the reason of experience. What we're lacking in the last years, we've been like playing the European Cups for like 10 years almost now. And uh, my opinion, what we were lacking as a team, the experience with international field. So having like players playing like in the Spanish or like in the English uh, leagues, 
even if they come back to Udine, we help the team to get more like international experience. So even like in the future, it's really, I think it's a really good like move for us to have like these players moving from one team to the other. This is probably more of a question for you, Pablo, as a Granada fan. Like when the Potsdams first took over Watford, there was a lot of uncertainty about who they were. They were taking over from, from uh, Lawrence Bastini. Sean Dyche, was, who was a very popular manager, got, got booted out. Huge number of staff players got moved in. Um, I'm guessing similar circumstances happened in Granada. I mean, was it? And, and they weren't welcomed at first, the Potsdams. There was a lot of uncertainty. Is that the same? In Granada, was did it take a while for fans to kind of get used to it? The fact that like we were uh, when they first arrived, we were in such a bad situation. Like like for the last twenty years before that, we had been like in the third or fourth tier in Spain with really really bad managers, awful financial situation. Like uh, we we were relegated from the third tier to the fourth tier because of uh, uh, players not being paid or like like really really bad. at some point, they, they, I mean, the Potsdam didn't arrive alone in Granada. Like, like the current president, it's the guy who had uh, actually created. They created a team in uh, in the, like in the fifth or sixth year in Spain, and in four years they were almost promoted to La Liga. And so he was. Uh, he has like in Spain, he had like a team uh, which are actually a very good like uh, sports manager. Um, so we were actually quite happy from the very beginning so we were quite hopeless uh, we were in the third year and in the, the first year they arrived we promoted to second division and the year after we promoted the Liga so it was really really good so I mean they could have done it better uh, so I, I, I cannot say that uh, that we had any any say any kind of uh, weird feeling about them joining because we were really in really bad situation. Right now, we are a club. We've been like in the league for the last four years. So we have no depth at all, and uh, it's it's kind of good that they 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 have this kind of policy that they don't spend much money that they earn. Let's say uh, it's it's very important to have like a solid base if you want to grow as a club. They are doing many things, many good things. They are improving their their club infrastructure, like the training camps like for the B team and stuff the B team is actually in in uh, kind of fighting to promote to second tier in Spain it's, it's uh, probably uh, after Barcelona team uh, B team is probably the one of the best three four B teams in Spain I'd say so it's uh, and there's a lot of players actually that are being promoted so there's, there's a lot of yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's in terms of the club is, it has grown. It's not only that they are now in the league of like as a club they are growing a lot, and they're doing things in, in the way they have to do it for it to be, to be like say a long long term. So we we cannot actually be. Yeah, more than something about it. Yeah, exactly. What he was saying is right. It's not only investing like in the players. It's investing like in the infrastructure. It's investing in the structure. Even like here in Watford, they do like some works. In the where we are building like a new stadium to make like the people feel more like a sort of close to the team. So I think it's like uh, I can say anything wrong about the Potsdam. Sometimes I can disagree or like agree with the choices, but for sure they know what they're doing. And um, even in Udina, you know, like uh, a lot of people are like a bit upset because they've sold like Sanchez or they sold like these guys, whatever. But we're like a city of like 100,000 people, so of course we cannot compete with like the budget of uh, Inter Milan or AC Milan or Juventus. 
So we need to realize our dimension. And I think like in a sort of like, in this like football business, because it's not about like uh, sports anymore, it's a bit of a business, they're doing pretty well. Do you th- I mean, do you think, where's the end goal here? I mean, obviously, for Watford, promotion to the Premiership, but is it about getting all, all three teams into the, prim- into the Champions League? I mean, where, where's no, the win the league, I hope. Yeah. All the three teams need to win, win the league. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. Now, I mean, to be frank, like, uh, I think that, the, that the, the goal is the same for both three teams. It's like to have a club which is actually... Uh, let's say consolidated in the, in, in the, in the, in the TA if you promote it's not always easy but uh, you cannot I mean we have an example in say in Spain like uh, like Deportivo La Coruña they, they in the mid 90s or end of the 90s they stayed similar to Granada in size but they built an amazing team like they won a league they won a couple of cups but right now they have a massive depth you cannot compete against, in Spain, you cannot compete against Real Madrid and Barcelona if you are a city as Granada or La Coruña. Uh, so if you, you just have to accept that. It's, you're a small, medium team. You cannot, you're not going to compete against the best team in the world. You get, the best thing you can do is that to have a solid base so you can, you can assure that you're going to be in, in, in La Liga for a lot of years. And uh, maybe one year it's going to be good and you're going to qualify to European competition if you're lucky but uh, other than that just make sure that you have like a solid finance and solid club structure and that will make you to stay in league and, and just on a more sort of personal almost kind of cultural level um, we were talking about sort of the beauty of football bringing three you know random people together mm. who are football fans who all want to kind of you know meet up and chat and we've been talking you know forever about you know the Pozzo uh, you know ownership for the past sort of five or six hours but do you think we're kind of blessed and we're all, all really fortunate to be in in this situation and you know it's fantastic to kind of be there, be here and talk to you guys yeah actually I think it's Really, like, like, if you think about like five years ago, ten years ago, it would be like quite difficult to think about like three supporters from different teams from different three different countries meeting like uh, for a walk for game and talking about football and talking about like management. I think it's like a good chance, and I think like it's the innovative system of like uh, Udinese what is doing. They've been like on them playing like a big role in the Serie A for a long time and now they're trying to do something internationally. We can like always like pretend to have like teams like uh, Real Madrid or like Barcelona or like Chelsea that can spend like thousands of actually billions of pounds on a player but you need sometimes you need to rely on your youth team or the second team or like your, your loans so it's an interesting model I think. Do you think it, do you think it could get um, you know, replicated. I mean, we've got like um, Charleston here with standard Liège. I mean, it's not not quite working the same level. But do you think this could happen? Could this happen? You know, elsewhere? Do you think, Pablo? Uh, I don't know. I mean, it's it's definitely the way to go. I mean, like uh, how the economic situation is this internationally is like football has to go in this in this direction. Or, or like uh, you you have to spend what you what you, what you have and. Yeah, it's sustainable, and and uh, and it's definitely they have. A, I mean, the Pozzo family have a, have a proven record of success. Uh, so, I guess it's it's, it's a very good model, and uh, many teams uh, just have to, to to imitate it if they want to be successful in long term. Like it, I think, like we have a very good example in Spain, which is kind of small, very very small city, much smaller than Granada, which is Villarreal, and they have actually. Uh, Build kind of very similar model, and they've been very, very successful. So I think it's just, just the way to go.
Well, I think we're going to have to. We're being sort of urged on by the, uh, the stewards here, so um, that was uh, kind of a little sort of optional extra on from the rookery end. I'm Tim Walklate, Watford fan. Come on, your horns. Twice holding. Vamos Granada. A podcast by Watford fans for Watford fans. This is from the referee end.